1071. <laughs> you know what I love? What do you love, Trey Ware? Besides my family and you and all the people here, you know what I love? What do you love? I love how Elon gets up every morning and says, <laughs> how do I trigger the Democrats? Oh, my God. How do I fire up and trigger what was the that, A bunch of Diet Cokes and a gun on his, uh, on his nightstand? Dos guns. Two guns. Two guns, so check it out. <laughs> he he posts a picture, supposedly his nightstand, right? Right. And I'm, I'm sure it is. Why not? And there's four Diet Cokes. There's also a very large caliber revolver. <laughs> a very large caliber revolver. Right. I hate to say this, Sean, but bigger than yours. <laughs> Elon's bigger than mine? <laughs> his gun's bigger than yours. And uh, over here in a box is a Revolutionary War flint pistol Jeez. with that iconic, this is a beautiful box, with that iconic painting of George Washington passing across wow. the Delaware. And it's just a, uh, w- what a great scene. He set that up, and he did that on of, purpose of to course. mess with their heads. That's what I'm saying. It's beautiful. And it's I art. love how he does that because, okay, so here, here's what I did. Here's my day yesterday, okay? okay. And it's, re- it's related to this story. Here's sure. my day. Did the show, left here did a meeting then i was on the phone did a few things on the phone took care of some business had some travel company business nancy and i had right. to meet on and then I, I did a couple of other things and business wise and then i did some work around the house and then <clears throat> i watched some news shows and then i i've got i told you yes i got three books going so right. I, I dove into those three books and then i did my evening routine which is some more news and then off to bed i went not at one time did I ever think, I'm going to go see what Chuck Schumer has on his nightstand so I can be <laughs> triggered. You know, it's like... I don't care what's I on Chuck Schumer's nightstand. I don't want to know what's on his nightstand. Had it shown up in my Twitter feed or my Facebook feed, it would have taken me two seconds to go on. I never would have commented right, about right. it because I don't care. But the left, they lost their minds. Oh, I know. They're, obsessed. They're almost more obsessed with him now than they were with Trump. It's incredible. And it, yeah, it, and it, it was perfectly set up to trigger them. <laughs> a gun. Two guns. Two guns. Yeah. Diet Cokes. Yeah. You know, a picture of George Washington. Yes. One yes. of the guns, a revolutionary era gun, right? It's, yeah, flintlock. it's a flintlock gun, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, crazy. he knew exactly what he was doing, and he's laughing his ass off. Here's what one of the tweets was. Richest man on earth is a blanking trailer park simpleton. <laughs> really? Well, he's a damn successful tra- I was trailer say, park simpleton. Who flies around in a $100 million jet <laughs> with nobody on there but him. They are. They're obsessed with him. It's it's great. I mean, they really. Jim Carrey so left much. Twitter. Oh, my God. I don't know if Jim I can make Carrey it. Jim Carrey is not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> can I make it through this? What are we going to do without Jim Carrey's stupid, artless paintings on I know, Twitter? I know. Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. <sighs> Had to give up Twitter for his mental health. Oh my God, I can't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mr. Tough Guy, Trent Reznor has to give up Twitter for his freaking mental health. What happened to you, man? You, you know what this is? This is just like all those people who said when Trump gets, if Trump's elected, I'm leaving the country. They're not giving no. up Twitter. They're no. not. They're just not. Well, but, most of them are complaining about Twitter on Twitter. Yeah. So who cares? I, I, you know what, Jim? You're an old fart. You're all wasted. You haven't done a movie Nobody in a long cares. time. Nobody yeah. cares. In fact, I don't think you've ever done a, a decent movie other than maybe you were a good Grinch. That's about it. He, he was, was a good, good Grinch. Grinch. Yeah. Now, we ended up watching with my nephew and daughter when they were out. Good I had Grinch. never seen it. Uh, the uh, cable guy. 
Yeah. What a stupid movie that is. Yeah, and the, what was it, Liar, Liar, whatever the name of that show it's was? Just, that movie it's, was? Yeah, he only ever did that rubbery face hyperkinetic thing. Yeah. So... Bye, yeah. uh, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm not. A, I'm not on Twitter. Well, I, I have an account, but I don't use it. Well, just so everybody knows, I never followed him on Twitter. So who cares? You know, I'm right. on Twitter, but I'm following more intellectual. How is the people. world gonna, you know, get through the loss of all these celebrities on Twitter? Well, let me bring up another story for you because there's a comedian in uh, New Jersey. Uh, he was can- he, he's <laughs> well, yeah he's actually out of Los Angeles. He's canceled in New Jersey. Uh, and he's he's pushing back on this now, and he says, you know, this has got to go. Uh, Josh Denny is his name, and uh, basically he was set to go in to do a venue in, in New Jersey, and authorities reached out to the club and said, you need to like re, re, really? you, you need to reconsider this and probably cancel this. The local authorities up there, really, yeah, and because some of the leftists on Twitter uh, who were uh, unknown, you know. Uh, started complaining that this guy was going to show up and say things that was going to be, well, triggering. It's going to upset them if he showed up. So the authorities call over to the venue and say, you, you know. Local you, PD you, called yeah, them yeah, and yeah, said, yeah, you shouldn't yeah. have this guy on. Yeah, so here's his response. We've gone from liberal activists convincing business owners not to host us all the way to the city government officials essentially racketeering and threatening the venue owners if they're willing to allow us to perform and speak. So the cancer culture will come to the comedian first, and then everyone else is going to be at the mercy of people abusing their office as a power to exercise their own political beliefs. He's absolutely right. He's 100% right. This was a show that was scheduled for November 10th at the Williams Center in Rutherford, New Jersey. He said that violent threats came from anonymous Twitter users, the same ones, I'm sure, that were upset about Elon Musk gone right, on his nightstand, right. right? He said this is cyber terrorism. The reason it's effective is because everybody is afraid. People can call free speech hate speech and have people's civil rights removed. The concept of hate speech is one of the worst marketing that we've allowed to happen in America because anybody can sort of label ideas they don't like as hate speech. Right, right. And he wrapped it up this way. He said the so-called truth tellers are now playing to the man. I'm sort of done giving my peer comedians a pass when they sort of sit on their hands and don't speak about what happens. If you're not willing to be uncomfortable to fight for the America we want to live in, I don't have any time for you, and we're not on the same team. <laughs> He's right. I love it. Well, I mean, I look, love what he said. Adam Carolla said this about a year ago. He said the comedians are the first line of defense for free speech. Amen to that. Because the com- to be a comedian, you are basically a social commentator. And you have to be able to go to that edge and step over it if you want to, to make your point and to make people laugh. That's the job of the comedian. Okay, that's why we grew up with guys like Pryor and George Carlin, who were not only funny as hell, but also amazing social commentators. What do you think? And they would never make it today. Well, I was just going to ask you, what do you think they would do to guys like that today? They would do gigs. They'd cancel them. In a heart, Richard Pryor would be canceled in a heart. If they can't handle Dave Chappelle, let me tell you something. That's right. Talking about trannies. Yes, exactly right. They couldn't handle Pryor for thirty seconds. We are one one step now, one step away from people like that, and you and me from being locked up. I I, I agree. One step. And I don't think we're being hyperbolic. I I think think they're going to call the cops. If the cops are going to call a venue, that's what I'm saying. If, if, if it's hate speech now, if this what this guy is doing and his co- comedic act, it's a comedic act. Right. It's an act. You don't A-C-T. have to go. <laughs> you also don't have to go see Correct. It. 
And so if, <laughs> if what he's doing is hate speech, well, and guess what? Everybody else, we're all participating in hate speech every day. Yeah, certainly we are. You every day. are every single day. Every day. Ricardi, all of us. You know, I mean, how many Twitter complaints does it take? <laughs> to get somebody canceled. We, Apparently not many with this guy. We have got to stand up against this. We've oh, got to yeah. push back against it. And we've all got to come together. You know, competitors, we've got to come together. Those who traditionally are competitors in our business, and we have got to stand up. Because it, it, just like he's calling on fellow comedians, hey, man, if you don't stand up for the country you want to live in, I don't have any time for you. And if you don't do it in our business or in the news business or, in, you know, social commentating business, if you don't stand up and push back against this, i got no time for you. Because when they come for you and me and and they will and they will when and, they but, uh, by you and me we mean talk radio that's what in i'm general. talking about yeah, free, free expression yet. i'm talking about free expression but it's coming yeah. when they do that those of you who sit over at the newspaper thinking you're safe you're not either yeah. you're not safe they're gonna come for you sometime well that, that, that's the thing and you and i both have been saying this for a long time don't think just because you have a D at the end of your name or that you consider yourself a good liberal progressive that you're going to be safe from this because you're not. Nope. It's going to be everybody in the crosshairs. Everybody. Dave Chappelle is not a conservative dude. Not even close. <laughs> not even, not close, even close, man. And he's canceled. Or they're trying to. They've tried to cancel him. So, you know, they're coming for They're going to come for everybody at some point. And you look at this, I know we're going to talk about this this Marriage Act thing, yeah. which is horrible. T- terrible. Basically, it's not Marriage Act. It's, it's not a defense of Marriage Act. It's not. It's, it's allowing, you, you said it right, it's allowing people to say that if you disagree with same-sex marriage, it's hate speech. Right. Basically. That's exactly what it is. Uh, you know, and so and people, we'll, people we'll, whether they whether they agree or disagree, they should at least be able to say what they think. Well, absolutely. It's, what Ameri- it's the fa- very foundation of America. So look, yeah, and you know, look at what you and I do, and I, I, I know you agree, and I, I'm sure Jack agrees as well. I ain't backing down. I'm not changing my act. Oh, I'm not, not me. In any way, shape, or form. Not me. In fact, a lot of this woke crap has kind of hopped me up a bit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> no, I, well, see, but here, here's, and I know Jack, and I, of course, I know you. Um, we are true to our truth. Exactly. You know, I, I would want to do this for a living and, if I couldn't be that. And I know that you, I have a truth that's rooted and founded in Scripture. You do too, right? I'm Jack as well, and so a lot of that informs the truth that we believe. And I'm not going to violate my truth. I will go sell tennis shoes before I do that. Yeah, I'm mean, I, seriously. I, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I'm, I, if we can't go on the air and be who we are, and one thing I love about KTSA and about this company is they've always promoted us doing that. We, you and I have never been told what to say or what not to say on the air. Not even not once. once. Not even once. The only time in my entire career where I was told what to say on the air, Los Angeles. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, I've been there. But I've, not here. I've been there in some of the big markets as well. And I yeah. just tell them no. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not gonna. I'm not your guy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm not your guy. Uh, so I, you know, I, I I'm not bagging down. I, I'm I have not left, changing anything. You, do you know? I have left preaching gigs or speaking gigs because. I've gone into a public area, and they've pulled me aside and said, now, don't mention Jesus. <laughs> well, well, if I can't sorry. mention Jesus, i got to go. Yeah, I'm out yeah. the back door. Well, so, again, it, it, it is happening, and yep. if people think we're being conspiratorial, no. it, it's not. The, the cops just called a venue in New Jersey to tell them <laughs> not to have a comedian a on comedian, stage. Right. A comedian. A comedian. You think he's going to be in there bashing you know, Joe Biden all day long and the leftists? I don't know, but if he is, so what? So, so what? what? You don't have to go. You don't have to go. You don't have to watch him. 
You, you, it's a venue. You have to pay to get in there, man. It's nuts. So I, it is nuts, but we ain't backing down, man. Well, and, and and neither should you know what this guy's got it right, and neither should anybody else when neither. it comes to their act. You know, I, it so disappointed me with Jay Leno, and I pray oh, for him every God. day because of what what he went through. But remember, Jay Leno last year said, uh, you know, I, I I just had it wrong for so many years. Dan Aykroyd said the same thing. Yes, he did. I yeah. forgot about yeah. that. That's right. Okay, quick break. More wearing Rima coming up. Bridgehead IT is your IT services company for your company real it solutions for your company that's what bridgehead it is all about not not only the solutions that you count on to make your company a better company and the experience of doing business with your company better but also solutions when it comes to cybersecurity uh, threats now in today's world you're being attacked every day all day and you many times you don't even know it until until the attack is successful and if that attack is, is ever successful, it can completely ruin and destroy your business. I mean that, and I want you to know our friends over at Bridgehead IT, they're on the job of monitoring the hackers, keeping them out of your IT systems at your place of business, and keeping you safe. Whether you have a mom-and-pop shop, you're just as much risk as the big multinational corporations at cybersecurity threats. So make sure you have the best in protection, and the best anywhere is at Bridgehead IT. That's bridgeheadit.com. Check them out. Sunny and breezy and 62 today, and then sunny and 54 tomorrow. Right now it's 44 KTSA. Good morning. We do have a new... Yeah. Every year, and I had Jack on this morning. Yeah, he's going to be on, the, on with me tomorrow at 10.30. Tomorrow, okay. Yeah. Uh, every year with Rapping with Jack, it does a phenomenal job of taking care of people here in our community who otherwise would not have a Christmas gift yeah. at all, you know? Wouldn't have anything. And imagine having to tell your kid that. He told me the story this morning of a... He got a letter from a lady one time who oh, I heard this, had yeah. to tell their her kids that Santa doesn't know where we live. That's why. Right. We're not getting anything because Santa doesn't know where we live. And so next Tuesday night is a big, big, big deal. All the details, KTSA.com, the Rapping with Jack uh, icon is there. Just hit the button. But uh, Blue Bonnet Palace is where it's going to be. I've known the John boys that own uh, Blue Bonnet Palace. I've, I've known them probably 50 years. They're good quality people, and it's not a surprise to me that Leonard uh, would say, yeah, let's let's do it here. Let's have right, it here. Right. It's not a surprise at all. Blue Bonnet Palace is out there in the uh, Selma area. So the way to get there, just real quick, if you're driving north on 35, get off on Shirts Parkway and hook a left, and you'll go past the big Amazon facility that's across the street from Amazon's gigantic 2 million square foot warehouse. Right. So go out there on Tuesday night, uh, 6 o'clock, and, and help out with Rapping with Jack. I'm going to go by. I, I'm going to go by. I think me and my wife and I are going to come by because I, I, I still feel horrible. The last time that Jack had the actual event before COVID, I was going to go. We were going to go, and I didn't, ended up not feeling well, so I ended up not going. And then COVID hit, and they didn't have it for like the next couple of years. So I almost felt kind of bad about yeah. that. So it's like I'm definitely going to go this uh, this Tuesday night. It'll be fun and help out. It, it always is fun. All, well, and Ken's there singing Christmas songs, you know. And, and the thing about it, he's doing it at the Blue Bonnet Palace. I mentioned this to Jack. All of his band needs to be wearing hats, big belt buckles, and boots. They ain't going to be wearing no hats gotta and big be, belt buckles. They're boots. talking about Ken Slavin, but he's man. got to Ken, Kenny, Kenny. Listen, you have got to get yourself a ten gallon hat. A big, like a horse car. He don't right? need a 10-gallon. He's Ken Slaver. And a big old belt Put buckle. him in a tux. No, 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 no. Not at the Blue Bonnet Palace. You don't I under- don't care. You don't understand the venue. you got to play I the venue. I don't care. It's Ken Slaver. And so you got to put cowboy boots on. You know, get your snake You want to see Ken Slaver in cowboy boots I and, sure a, and a 10-gallon hat. I sure do. How ridiculous would that look?
I mean, he's because he's such a he's such an elegant dude. You know what I mean? You know, just once I wish that. So I'm not putting him on the same level with Sinatra, but I'm just saying he's that kind of guy. And just once I would have wanted to see Frank Sinatra in cowboy hat and boots. Why? Why not? Why? Why not? Why What's not? wrong with you? Why? No, Ken Slavin. Because <laughs> this is Texas, and we're talking Blue Bonnet. I used to do a Thursday night gig out there at the Blue Bonnet Palace, and it was a whole lot of fun. Then This is before they moved to the one that they're in now. Right. And it's a beautiful place, beautiful venue, and uh, please go. And Ken, wear your 10-gallon hat. And cowboy boots. I'm. I all I'm saying is, do you want to see Ken Slavin out there going sleigh bells ring? No. Are you listening? No. And he's you know got the belt buckle going in no. the in the cowboy boots. No, I don't want to hear him do that one. I want to hear him do. It. Grandma got run over by a reindeer while he's. But even if he did, while he's wearing- he would make it sound elegant. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas, Christmas Eve. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know what? No. I'll no. be here all week. I'll be here all No. <laughs> Ken Slavin, cowboy boots. Did he at, make it back no. to New York yet? Or is he still out there? I don't know. I'm anyway. not sure. He, Ken, yeah, come he's, on. He's out there uh, cowboy hat and performing. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come, <laughs> come back, I have no clue what we're going to do. But that's how we do this I show. I can talk about something. Okay. I got something that's cheap. And I didn't even know about this story until you brought it up to me off the air. Already? We'll do that coming right. Oh, yeah. I know which one it is. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that coming up uh, right here with Warren Rhyme at KTSA. Inside your car's engine, it's a war zone in there. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening real fast. And it gets really, really hot. And there can be some serious damage that can happen. And that's why I want you to know about BG Products. BG Products. Speaking of, speaking of uh, out there in the Selma Shirts area, their home office is right over there. But they're available at all the shops that change oil. Not, not on the shelf. You don't buy it off the shelf. No, no, no. It's not one of those things you do yourself. The folks who change your oil will add the BG for you when you just ask them to do it. And they've got a great website, bgfindashop.com. But I, I tell you, I won't drive a mile without BG in our vehicles. So number one, it's protection inside the engine. And number two, it's protection every time I fill up at the pump because they've got a fuel system uh, uh, treatment cleaner that cleans out the entire fuel system, so you're paying less at the pump. You're spending less money to drive the same distance because you've got a clean fuel system. It's a wonderful, wonderful mixture of products they have for you at BG. Next time you have the oil changed, make sure you ask the guy to add the BG service. BG, find a shop.com. Get a guaranteed cash offer for your home. It's my theme song. It's hip to be square. <laughs> my name is Archie. It's on my shirt right here. And I'm Jughead. Yeah. 737. <laughs> 737 at KTSA. All right. So Takai's taken in after Shatner. You know, I know this is not a big deal to a lot of people, okay? But there's this ongoing feud between William Shatner and George Takai, who played freaking Sulu. Who? Right. Sue who? And uh, uh, George Takai has uh, got a book out now. And he did an interview uh, on Monday talking smack about William Shatner. Because Shatner, uh, let's see, uh, uh, last week Shatner was talking to the London Times. And he st- he st- some, they asked him about George Takai, who they have a very well-known feud. He says he's never stopped blackening his name and uh, called his uh, called Sulu bitter and bitter and embittered. He is. He said, "I've run out of patience with them. Why give credence to people consumed by envy and hate?" Yep. And so Takai Suhu, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though he's talking to, he's got a book out too, so he's in London promoting his book. 
And he says he's not going to play Shatner's game. And then he goes on to talk about Shatner. Mm -hmm. Says he's a a cantankerous old man. Uh, He said uh, on the show he was self-involved. He enjoyed being the center of attention. He wanted everyone to count out to him. He's freaking William Shatner, Sulu. You should be kissing his ass every single day of your of your stinking life because you still get checks in the mail every single stinking day because of William freaking Shatner. That's what I told you off the air. He goes to the to the mailbox and there's money. Nobody would have watched that show if not for Shatner. Shatner and Nimoy carried that franchise, that entire franchise, not just the television show, but the movies and everything else that's ever come about. Uh, It was done by by Kirk and and uh, and Spock. And those guys, the rest of them, they were okay, but they were bit players. They were just, like, anybody could have played Sulu. Anybody. could have. Man, anybody. dude, you should be thanking God every day of your life you're no, on that stupid show. he should show. be thanking William Shatner William every Shatner, day. William Shatner, man. Uh, and if he's going to call him a cantankerous old man, what you say, and this is what I told you off the air, he should say, yeah, William Shatner's a cantankerous old man, but he's earned it. He's earned it. You know why? Because he's William Shatner, so, man. You know what? Who, he's Shatner. Who cares about He could be George whatever the, the hell. He, he's been to actual yeah. space, dude. I would, you, you know what? I would just <laughs> shut my mouth and go to the go to the bank every time I go to the... Just keep go cashing down, your royalty checks. Right down there, there's going to be a check in your mailbox, baby. Right. And do you know how many people would love to have that? You know how many people would love to have the opportunity to just have free money show up in their, in their well, account look, every month? Look, and and they, you, you'll hear Please. some actors who who aren't jerks like this guy will say this that you know uh, people will ask, well, you're only known for that one show. Doesn't that bother you? He's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, uh, that one show made my entire career. That why I still get paid because of that one show. You know how many actors are out there who don't ever get a show like that? That's what I'm talking about. And in fact, I, I learned that lesson very well when I talked to Rupert Holmes. You don't know that. Most people probably don't even remember that name. Do you remember the Pina Colada song? Oh yeah, you of feel like course. Pina Coladas get caught in the rain. It's all a long that song. Stuff. Yeah. Right. I had him on the air one day, and I said, "So, do you ever get tired? Because you know, one hit wonder. That's the only one you ever had. You right, know? right. And he said, "Sometimes until I go down to the mailbox." <laughs> And he said, that song, it it gave me this really nice house and put three beautiful daughters through really expensive colleges. I got no problem with that song. Be thankful, Sulu. Be thankful and shut your mouth. I got another question for you. Sure. Just south of here, we have a crisis going on at our border. Yes. We got illegal aliens coming across the tune of 6,200 every day. That's about to go up to 18,000. Right. That'll go up to 550,000 a month or 7 million a year. That's going to happen here very soon. Check this out. We hear all the time what? They are tired, are hungry, are poor from around the world, and they're coming in here to what? Make a better life for themselves. They're really not doing that because they're not coming here getting jobs. They're coming here and they're getting on the government dole. Free stuff. But here's my question. So I was just in Honduras last week. Right. It's, it's po. Yeah. That place is po, po. Right. Okay. They hand out their dollars because they're worthless. So you go see those guys, and they go, here's a dollar for, you know, a Honduran dollar, whatever it is. And they go, it doesn't mean anything because it's just a piece of paper. Uh, El Salvador, same way. Venezuela, the same way. We've got all these people coming from those countries. And they're supposedly the really poor people just coming here for a better life. Well, then why was it in Laredo just the other day, DPS troopers caught several of them. And they had really expensive night vision glasses and goggles. <laughs> now, let me just ask you. I, as, I, as I said, I was in Honduras. Right. If it's one of them guys that was in Honduras walking across Mexico to get here. And by the way, have you ever noticed when they get here, they're all wearing really nice tennis shoes, great yeah. backpacks, got brand new haircuts? How's that happen? Where are they getting this stuff? 
And where in the world are they getting night vision glasses? I've priced that stuff because I was going to ask. Yeah, they got to be expensive. Very, some of them can be thousands upon thousands of dollars. Right. Not all of them, but some of them can be. So I'm wondering, is this really like the poor people coming here that are just trying to seek a better life, or is it something something else, like an actual military invasion? Well, I think it is. They're obviously being funded. You know, they're they're and they're you know they're they're not just walking all the way here. No, sir. They're being transported somehow. Not when they're showing up with a gigantic Venezuelan flag. They didn't we're, carry they didn't that thing. Carry that all the way from Venezuela. <laughs> And, you know, $1,000 night vision glasses? Come on, man. Something, Something's going on. Well, I think it's, and I think it's probably in conjunction with our own federal government, which is why they don't want to talk about the border at all. I'm just going to say that I believe not only terrorists and, and, and drug oh, sure. cartel and all that coming in here, I believe, I mean, think about it, Sean. If you were in, an, in another nation and you wanted to bring down the United States of America, right, uh, wouldn't it be easy right now to get your military in here? <laughs> yeah, pretty neat. Just let them walk across the border. <laughs> All you got to do is have them dress Poe. Yeah, dress Poe. And come Get up some to night fishing glasses. Your, and just your let military could yeah. just walk on in one, here. One at a time, 50 at a time, certainly. Whatever. There's Whatever. no border. And if there is got, no border right now. And, 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 you know, besides hunters, people who hunt, the other people who use night vision are military. Hey, right, right, military, because right, right. you got to see the opposition at night. No, the, 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 there's something afoot here. It is an invasion, in my opinion. And, and I think you, you agree. It's oh, an 100%. Invasion. Uh, and and it's an invade. The thing is, it's an invasion fostered by our own government. Absolutely right. They're importing a third world country. Uh, totally, totally. They, because they want us to be a third world country. Well, I, that is going to be the end result. It'll happen in less than a decade, probably more like five years. Well, you're talking, especially when forty two goes away, and you're looking at the, at the proposed numbers: five hundred fifty a month. Holy crap! Five fifty thousand a month are going to come in here. That's a million every two months. But it's not just the people who are coming here who are going to live on the streets like they are right now, living on the streets, and then they're going to get on the government dole and all that kind of stuff. And once that, you know, you, you can you, you can elect a conservative, you can reelect Donald Trump. Let's just say that. Right. And Donald Trump says, I'm not going to do this. But once those people are being taken care of, he will never, whoever it is, the conservative Republican president, will never again be able to cut off the sustenance that's given to the people who no. are coming in right now. Once they get them on it, once they start yeah. feeding them that crack, they're never going to be able to get them off. But they do the same thing with the American people. That's why sure. you're having so many people that aren't, haven't gone back to work after COVID. Sure. Because they're just, why bother? They can live off the government. Well, look at the news story right now. 20 U.S. cities right now are handing out cash to people for inflation problems. Just we have infl- handing out cash. Yes. Just like the COVID relief, they're calling it inflation relief. And when inflation goes away, they're going to call because they will. You know, the Fed's going to crash the, the economy so that infl- right. inflation goes away. They'll call it something else. But the point is, it never goes away. Because you, you said it. It's like crack cocaine. People get used to it. Yep. And uh, it it doesn't go away once you once once people are used to something that they're getting from the government, mm-hmm. it doesn't go away. So I just it want, never ends. I just want somebody on Capitol Hill to ask Alejandro Mayorkas, "Hey, what's oh, the deal with God. the night vision goggles that, that our DPS is finding at the border in Texas and Laredo? They're finding night vision goggles with these illegal aliens." You know, I think you're being really xenophobic and hateful. Uh, you know, these are poor people who are escaping oppression trade. Sure. Okay, with their $1,000 night vision glasses. Mm-hmm. 
and they're nice sneakers. <laughs> and really nice backpacks. And nice backpacks. And I know what those backpacks cost because I buy them for my grandgirls. You know? Right, right. I buy my own. There's one right there. Right. They're really expensive. All right, River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Mark Havicorn is here for your entire family for all of your dental needs. Uh, and this is, we're getting down now to the end of the year. And he was so honest. I mean, he's, he was the first one to stand up and say, in January, my prices are going to go up. Because of inflation, because of those pressures, uh, he's going to have to go up on his prices on Jan 1. So I want you to get in there. If you, if you have missing teeth, if you have broken teeth, if you need to have teeth removed for any reason whatsoever, or you need implants, River City Oral Surgery is here for you at 210-778-0002, and they can see you before the end of the year. They can get the work done. And you'll see exactly what it's going to cost when you go to their website, rivercityoms.com. There's no hidden fees or charges or anything like that. You're not playing the insurance rigmarole. No, you see what the price is, and that's the price you're going to pay. But that price is going to go up on January 1. So if you have a Flex account, HSA account, anything like that, now is the time to call River City Oral Surgery and get on in there and get that work done. River City Oral Surgery, 210-778-0002. An accident with a company car, truck, SUV, van. Right now. So what day is it? Man, it's the day I got to really start getting serious about this diet thing. <laughs> Man. We're going to hear that every day, aren't we? Yeah. You know, got... Anyway, um, well, we got a mitful here. It's Choose Women Day. Choose Women? Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, and plus, we can't even really define what a woman is anymore, right? <laughs> Say, what is a woman? What is a woman? I don't watch, know. watch the Matt Walsh documentary. Hey, you know what? I'm not a biologist, okay, Trey? Yeah, why would I ask you? So choose a being day. How's that? I, I think you know what a woman is. They're jumping up and down on your computer screen. No. All day. Hey, it helps me focus. <laughs> um, it's na- Hey, this is thrilling. It's National Mason Jar Day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How exciting is Don that? Don Morgan, you know it's National Mason Jar Day, man. You want to let that slip by? We haven't heard a news report on that yet. It, it's uh, National Mississippi Day. Okay. So be loving on Mississippi. So much there to love. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Um, it's fun to spell. That's about it. It's about that. It's National Personal Space Day. I'm big into that. I need some space. I am I'm big that into guy that. too. Yeah. Mm. And my personal favorite, it's National Stay at Home Because You're Well Day. Yeah. You know what? Call in well. We need people to go to freaking work, dude. <laughs> Call <laughs> right? in well. If you're well, get your ass to work, man. <laughs> you know, personal you know, space. Personal space. Yes. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the deal if you're one of those people that crowds the guy who's checking out, I'm the guy who's checking out at the HEB line, right. and you come stand right behind me, <laughs> like I can feel you. I can feel your breasts against my back. We got a problem. We got we got your trouble. breasts against your back. Yeah, that's not a sexual thing. It's just you know, if you're pressing yourself, I think I'm just going to stand there. Yeah, I would press, no, like pressing no, against my back. No. I'd be like, hey, take your time ringing that take stuff up. Time, you, you go down there and Move you stand. <laughs> you stand at the end of the conveyor belt, and you know what I actually do to people who do that? What I turn around and say. Put your credit card in there. You get to pay my bill. You're that guy. I am that guy. I don't You're like that it. guy. I want space. Space. Give my space. Don't get in my space. So, so when somebody puts their breasts up against you in the line at the checkout, you know you what ins- I meant by that. You insist that they pay for your groceries. Absolutely. Hey, right. hey listen, I, sweetheart. I give them my phone. You're number. paying for. <laughs> you're paying for my stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> 
I have done that. Listen, Booberella. I have you're paying, you're <laughs> paying for my I stuff have, today. No, see, y'all, y'all are focusing on one aspect of that story. I meant somebody right. pressing up I against know what you. you. Mean. Right, right. I'm talking about if they're in your personal space, which is what three yards around you. Yeah. Okay. If they're if they're within that zone, then they ought to pay your bill. They're there, obviously, to pay your bill because they're standing right next to you in the checkout. Right. I'm married to a Hispanic woman. What's this personal space thing you're talking about? <laughs> well, I'm married to one too, and she's all about personal space. She's all about get you know, leave me get, get out of my space. I have to knock to come in her office at home. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, you don't want to sneak up on her. See, my, my my mind's the opposite. It's, why you been in the bathroom so long? You know what? We stay. <laughs> we stay. Why out, are you sitting in your car? We stay out of the bathroom. When the other is in there, and I'm well, not that's ta- a good thing. I'm talking about getting ready to go somewhere, getting dressed. Oh, and all right, that. right. I stay, I, I stay in the living room, or whatever. Right. And then I'll go back there, and she'll come out of there. And blah, blah, blah. We, 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 we respect each other's personal space, man. What's wrong with that? No, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so, I've got a lot of personal space. Yes, you do. <laughs> you got a whole life is personal. You got a space. whole house full of personal space. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've ordered your entire existence to foster personal space, man. It's my birthday, and I'm not even doing anything. That's how much personal space. Today's I'm your birthday. Yeah, today's his yeah. birthday. Oh, I didn't the know big, that. Big five zero for Jimmy T. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I had no idea. If you would wake up and listen to the show early in the morning, <laughs> I had no idea. We Happy sang, birthday. We now it's your turn to sing. Go ahead. We already did it. Happy birthday to you. Okay, make it stop. Happy birthday to you. I'm sorry I brought this up. Yeah. Happy birthday, dear James. (sighs) Happy birthday to you. Ta-da. And many more. The Big Five Zero, welcome to the club. Yeah, it's right. pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, you are. Huh? Yeah, well, you won't good. be in about five yeah, years. I was say, give it a decade. <laughs> yeah. talk, talk to me at the end of this decade. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Ex- I remember when five I, years, dude. When I turned fifty, I was like, man, I can't believe I'm still alive. Yeah. I've been saying yeah, that since no. I was nineteen. You know, five years later, I'm thinking, oh, I can't believe. It, I'm isn't still that alive. a fact? <laughs> isn't that true? I, I remember when I turned forty-three. I remember thinking I outlived Elvis. Yeah, same here. Well, yeah, like when I turned twenty-seven, and then fifty, you know, forty when John Lennon died. Yeah, you know, was, was little I outlived those guys. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I turned twenty-seven. I got real nervous for about twelve months. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I kept looking over my shoulder. Uh-huh. You know, I was like, what's going to happen? That's the year. Yeah. That is, that's when a lot of them, yeah. A lot that of them is the year, yeah. man. That is the but one. fifty-five, I think, once you hit your mid-fifties, it's all downhill from there. You start seeing the big six-zero on the horizon, and then it's like, damn! <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really is not bad. It's not bad at all. I don't right. mind it at all. Well, I'm not trying to be negative on you. You're, not. you're a little closer. I don't, to it than I don't I consider. I, mean, I don't. I don't take it that way. But uh, it, 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 for me anyway, fifty-five was like kind of like a wake-up call like, wow, I'm, the, I'm the happiest and, and trying to be the healthiest that i have ever been i'm back to working out and back right. on my regimen and doing yeah. all that kind of stuff right. good because i'm fat and miserable <laughs> and that's just, this is how we balance each other out right like okay joke and, it's like yin and yang over there i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> back in a minute we're in rhyme ktsa hi danny bose here from southwest metal roofing systems fm 1071 another day in showbiz it is. Another day. Yep. The first hour went in a hurry. Yes, it did. Let's get the next three done. <laughs> yes. And you go right back to bed. <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap. That's yeah. right. Today's napping day for I me. I am going to make a ride today, baby. You, it's it's be a riding day for you. It's a napping day for me. I'd be a little nippy, but that's all right. It's all I right. can deal with that. A um, couple of real quick things. First of all, China's nuclear arsenal is likely to more than triple by 2035, says the Pentagon. 
All right. So Great. Cool. My, my question about that, first of all, yeah. So first of all, why why are they going to do that when they can uh, flood the world with disease and drugs like they're doing right now? Right. What do you need nukes for? We're, we're already at war with China. Don't waste man. all that money on nukes. Right. But the other thing is, while they're ramping all this up, you know, and they have uh, the increasing, the Pentagon also highlighted the increasing sophistication of China's Air Force as well. Their right. Air Force is really sophisticated. They're tripling the number of nukes. And you know what we're doing in our military? We're teaching that a guy with a beard can wear a skirt in the Air Force. Hoo-hoo. Hoo-hoo. Wow. That's what that's what our military I, we've, is and We've talked to guys. I know we both have had guys call up and say, you know what? We're ex-military. Like, I had to get out. Oh, all I, the time. I know a lot of guys who say, I just I couldn't stay. I know them. When uh, you know when when this is what they're uh, when this is what they're focusing on. Some of them live in my neighborhood. Yeah. So I know them. Uh, in Tulsa, now this is where this all comes together. In Tulsa, they are halting their biology classes from seventh grade on to teach sexual indoctrination. Uh, That's right. Uh, School board member Leanna Ashley says that uh, parents weren't even informed about this, much less given the opportunity to opt out of this for their kids. And they'll, of course, be talking about God. gender identity expression, sexual orientation, et cetera, et cetera, in the schools in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma has gone woke. And without her standing up and saying this is what's going on, the parents would have never even known about it because the school didn't say so anything. So they're dropping biology. Biology so that they can teach gender, gender issues. Right. Which leads me into this story. You know, the number one target of clothing brands are mm. preteens and teens. Right. That's the most significant advertising target for, for clothing. Because if right. you get the little girls, particularly little girls, right, right. if you get them excited about a particular brand, and I know this because I watched two of them, I got one in high school and one in college right now, grow up fascinated by the latest fashion. Well, of course. Whether it was the bow girl 10 or 12, what was her name? I don't remember. Uh, had all the bows 10 or 12 years ago. To today, it's the latest shoes and all that kind of stuff. If yeah. you get them hooked, you've got them for life, and the sure. clothing manufacturers know that. So here's what they're doing. To normalize the nonsense of all this trans stuff, right? right? They're targeting preteens and, and teens, the biggest fashion market. So what they're working on right now is going with a genderless and gender-neutral clothing. I've, I've seen, I saw an Did article. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. The stores are going to be dropping the men's section, you know, <laughs> men's wear and women's wear right, section. Right, right. There'll be none of that. They're just going to be clothing. <laughs> That's it. Do you know what's insipid about that? Uh, apart from everything, everything. <laughs> every freaking thing. Okay, if you are a trans person, right? What do you do? You dress like the opposite sex. Where, where is this gen, this this non-binary, this gender, uh, genderless idea coming from? You know, and and uh, also for little kids. It's going to be damn confusing, man. <laughs> well, that's you know that is the point of this. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to know. You know what? What, what is? What yeah. are you talking about? What? What? what huh, 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 huh. I'm one of these that I believe that men and women are different. Well, yeah, they are. <laughs> I celebrate. The, the, I, I don't say one is better than the other. Right. Right. I don't think men are better than women. Right. I really don't. I I happen to really celebrate the differences between men and women. I like the fact that women are different than men. I I appreciate well, that. This this idea that gender itself is somehow negative, right, is bizarre to me. I also 
I celebrate the difference in fashion between the two. I don't want girls always to dress like guys. Hey, if you want to post, throw some blue jeans on, wear pants or whatever, I, I have no problem with that. I'm not saying you have to wear a dress every day and all that. But I, I celebrate the fact that we traditionally, and mainly traditionally, we traditionally dress differently in our culture. I like that. I'm well, good with that. you know, the, the, what's silly is you got guys like Brad Pitt and Jared Leto who are out there and they're going to award shows and dresses. You know, I mean that it's it's just it's so trippy and bizarre to me. It is it is a normalization of nonsense. It, it is a normalization of nonsense. Is precise. Look, if 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 you if if the whole idea behind this is don't judge me, you know, leave me alone, let me live my life, then why does it have to be such a spectacle? Why do you have to determine this stuff for everybody else? Well, and right, right. Uh, and why, by the way, are you trying to take us down the road of North Korea where we're all going to wear those stupid little suits oh, like right, Kim Jong-un right. wears, right? Well, because they want us to be North Korea. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> is that, you know, I kind of like the way you dress. It's different than the way I dress, right? Right. And there's going to be women that are going to show up here at the office later. They're going to dress different than both of us. Sure. I like that. I don't want everybody to be wearing the same stupid uniform all day long, but that's where they're headed with this genderless clothing. I think that's what a lot of this is about. You know, we try to figure out a lot of this sexualization with the kids and, and, and the trans stuff with the kids. And I think a lot of it is kind of a, a, a blanching out of, of, of individuality. That's really what it's all about. It's about getting rid of individuality. Yeah. Totally because you is. don't when you when you want to totally create is. a fascist state, right? You don't want people thinking of themselves as individuals. You know, last week on the cruise with the girls, they enjoyed getting dressed up every night to go to dinner. Right, right. They loved primping their hair and doing the thing and all that. And during the day, I mean, particularly Zoe, she's the one in college. She'll wear blue jeans to get down with the guys, man. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And right. so it's not like. You know, we're talking about two frilly, frilly girls, but they enjoy that part of their femininity. And why well, are we and trying we, to take that away from I them? I have no why idea. Why are we trying to cancel that? I don't, well, but you know what, what's, what's, what's even worse about it is that, you know, it, th- this came out of the feminist movement strangely. The same people who would call themselves feminists are all about this stuff. Correct. And really, it's a man's world. Yeah. <laughs> if, but a lot of this trans stuff is really diminishing women. Uh, And on many different levels, whether it's what they wear, uh, whether they are or are not an actual biological woman, uh, men are competing against women in sports and and, and winning these championships unfairly. You you said it for a long time, that they're trying to cancel women. Well, and everybody please watch Matt Walsh, What is Woman? What is a woman? What is a woman? Matt Walsh. Anyway, Jennifer Say, she was the uh, head of Levi's for a long time. Levi's used to be here in San Antonio, the headquartered here. Oh, wow. She was the head of, of Levi's, but she was fired because she said this, quote, the fact is there are biological males and there are biological females. Well, can't say that. She was fired for saying that. Yeah, when the message is being promoted by popular brands, by your teacher in school, that those two things do not exist, it is confusing to kids. Yes. That's what she said. And she said this movement is a push by the corporations and the leaders of those corporations attempting to launder their own reputations as do-gooders and <sighs> altruists. That's exactly what it's they're doing. It's virtue signaling, it, basically, that's, yeah. that's exactly the word she used. She said, yeah. it's primarily virtue signaling, she said. I think it's reputation laundering, in a sense. It's a way to signal that you're on the right side of the progressive causes without actually having to do very much. You don't have <laughs> right. to actually do much. <laughs> right. You just make the same clothes for everybody. Everybody wears that's the same right. jeans, the same shirt, the same everything. Look how progressive we are as a company. And the next thing we're going to do is take you somewhere and get your hair cut the same way as Kim Jong-un, you know? Right, right. Same 
haircut. Because look at them in North Korea. That's what they do. They all have to have the same haircut. They do. She said it's a narrow population uh, segment of the population is non-binary or trans. And she said it's not about them. It's about all the other people who want to claim to support them. That's precisely that what it is. That white, suburban, female liberal who says, I want to be, you know, I, I want you to know how special I think you are. And the trans people are like, I don't really care. Uh, but, you know. A lot of trans people don't care. Because they are a very tiny group of people. They're not a large community of people at all. 1.6%. 1.6%. 1.6%. And for 1.6%. All of society and culture must change. That's it. That's exactly right. That's exactly what they're doing. She said positioning the brand around those woke causes is not about selling more. It's about the shield of progressivism to hide and obscure the fact that business is what it's always been. Tampon brand, this is L. They came out with an ad that said trans men have periods. Oh, God. And period, periods are for people. And, and, and periods are for people. That's what they said in their ad. <laughs> periods are for people, and trans men have periods. Uh, well, of course, they don't. Men do not have no. periods. Quit putting a tampon machine in the men's restroom. It's silly. The it's parliament, just silly, The Irish, uh, Ireland parliament just did it yesterday. Right. This is ludicrous what you're... This is absolutely ludicrous. And she went on to, Jennifer Say went on to say, it's ludicrous because a trans woman doesn't need tampons. It's certainly not for that population. It's for everybody else to understand how virtuous they are. That's all it is. Look, Look how good us. I am. Our company has a tampon machine in the men's bathroom. We're so progressive. <laughs> oh, God. We're so progressive. Oh, how brave you are. It's not brave at all. It's silly. It's silly. Anyway. Look, my wife said it correctly uh, a couple of days ago. We were talking about this. She said, you know what? You can take my gender. You can dress like me, but you'll never have my period. <laughs> and that's true. Women have periods. Men do not. There are two biological genders. That is not a hate that's not a hate speech. That's a biological fact. It's a biological and, and I'm you know me, I'm 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 probably a little more li- liberal on on some of these issues when it comes to gay rights and right. stuff like that. Right. But, you know, th- this is just beyond silly, man. Well, you mentioned the gay rights thing. Let's talk about the marriage bill. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. it's not a marriage bill. No, it's not. It's not a marriage bill. No. And it, it, was, it passed in, uh, in the Senate last night with the help of about 12 Republicans. And they're the same old guys that right. you always hear about. They run in Republican states, but they're actually Democrats like Mitt Romney. Right. right they right, call themselves right. Republicans. It's the only way they're going to win. Uh, Caputo's one of them. Murkowski's another one. So on. Uh, they they joined the Democrats in passing this last night. This is not about protecting gay marriage. That's what they say it's about. It is not about that. It's There's two primary issues at work here. Number one is states' rights. This eliminates states' rights, the ability for states to say this is what marriage is or not. This country is founded on states' rights. This country Precisely. is a loose uh, federation of states with a very weak centralized government. So this is about centralizing more power in Washington, D.C., and taking it away from the states. That's the first thing. The second thing is it is all about being able to go after those who have a difference of opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, homogenizing the population, either through clothing, haircuts, or your views about sexual preferences of people well look and and you know i I heard you talking about this earlier and and i i'm as against this as you are and i'm somebody who's fine with gay marriage i i'm really you know i have no problem with that i was a supporter of that when it happened yeah uh but this isn't about protecting that it is not the states should have the right to determine that for themselves. That's the whole point of having a constitutional representative republic. We're a patchwork of little countries. Okay, if you want to live in a state where you can get married, 
uh, same-sex marriage, then go live in a state where you can do that. Okay, that's the beauty of America, is there's a state for everybody. But this opens the door for lawsuits against people who merely voice a, a different opinion. Absolutely. Who merely say, I'm against same-sex marriage, which is a valid opinion. Of course it is. It's a, it, for many people, it's a deeply held religious view. For other people, it's, it's simply biological or cultural. But a lot of people are against same-sex marriage. That's their right to have that opinion. And it doesn't mean they act on that. No. All it means is they have that opinion. But now, if you voice that in a certain situation, you could be taken to court. You can be taken to court. As a result of this. You can be sued. It's absolute nonsense. Uh, and and by the way, you know, here's the hypocrisy on the states' rights thing. So they want states' rights concerning the gay marriage issue, and that's what they're saying this bill is about, right? And, right. You know, it, it federalizes gay marriage. Well, then why don't they do that with handgun reciprocity? Because the guns are evil and bad. <laughs> so, if, if when, in other what, words, if you have a license and, and if you're legally carrying in one state, you should be able to legally carry in, uh, in all, in all them, states. In right, all states. Right. If they really believe in this, but they don't. See, it's not about that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. If they it, really believe in this, they'll say, "Yes, Trey, you can take that gun that you wear every day, and you can go to any state in the union with that gun." It's not. It's, uh-uh. it's not about that. If I try to go into California. My butt's going to be That's right. No, I try to go it, to New York. It, it's, it's about trying to homogenize opinions. Mm-hmm. And so the opinion is same-sex exactly. marriage is great. Exactly. And if you think anything else or if you merely utter any other opinion, exactly. you're guilty of a crime. So my point this morning, and when I was talking about it, for, for a lot of people that are, say, evangelical Christians or whatever, they read the Bible and they say the Bible's unambiguous about this. Sure. That's how a lot of them feel. And they say that from the pulpit. Yeah. Well, guess what? They're guilty of a hate crime. And it's in, hate speech. It, it's hate speech. And in uh, hate speech, yeah, not hate crime, but hate speech. But in Europe, in socialist Europe, they fight this all the time oh, yeah. because people, they'll say something, and it's not just the gay marriage issue, anything. And man, the next thing you know, they're getting sued for having an opinion. You're sued for having an opinion. Well, essentially, you could do this to any opinion that yes. would be contrary to the basic progressive agenda. Yes. Yes. You know, if, yes. If, if you say uh, you believe in the right to keep and bear arms, you could do the same thing and say, well, that's hate speech. How about this? Because it, it promotes gun violence. How about another one? Uh, you know, I don't believe that electric vehicles shrink the carbon footprint of mankind on the planet. You're so hateful. See? <laughs> that, that could be hate speech. It could be. Because they if all say. If you could say, deal with this, you could deal with anything. That's, if you disagree with the progressive left, we're going to bring you up on hate speech charges, and that's what this bill is about. Because that. That's, isn't that their reaction in everything? With, with, with anybody sure. who dis- disagrees with them, it's because they're either phobic or filled with hate. And if they're I, trying to codify that. Sure. And if I was in the gay community, I would be outraged that liberal politicians are using yeah. my thing, my marriage, and my right. community to advance an anti-First Amendment bill. I would be I, I, outraged. I agree. I would. Be I think a lot outraged. of them probably are. How dare you, liberal politicians? Yeah. How dare you, liberal politicians, use me and what's important to me and my gay lifestyle and my my you know my marriage and everything? How dare you use that to to silence other people in this? Country? And I'm sure I'll, I'll probably because I, I know I have a community of of conservative gays that listen to my show. Yeah. So we'll probably hear from them today because how, how uh, I would uh, they they should be outraged. How dare these politicians use that community? Because again, this is one of those slippery slope situations oh, where man. if they can do it with this, they can do it with anything. Our days are numbered.
Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> talk. They're going to go after talk radio Our at some point. Number. Stevens Roofing is your roofing company, and they are here in San Antonio, and they live, eat, and breathe in San Antonio. So they deal with the same roofing issues that you deal with. So they understand when you've got cracks in your shingles or missing shingles, or you got a big problem with some of the flashing or some of the vent pipe stuff. Your friends over at Stevens Roofing, they know what to look for. And that's the bottom line because they're from here. They know what to look for when they do that free roof inspection for you. Asphalt shingles, they can buckle, they can erode, they can peel off, all that kind of stuff. You need a reliable roofer that understands the weather conditions in South Texas, and that, of course, is Stevens Roofing. Commercial, residential, metal, or composition, it don't matter. They're going to take care of you and your family. Because your roof covers your family's got you covered. And Stevens Roofing has your family covered. 210-785-0994. Sunny and breezy 62 today. Sunny and 54 tomorrow. And right now 48 KTSA. Good morning. This 1071. So what is the Biden Secret Service doing renting from Hertz? Hmm. I didn't know about this. What's yeah. going on? So um, <clears throat> when he went to Nantucket last week for... Um, uh, for for Thanksgiving, besides staring in the windows at girls who were taking selfies, that was really a, that was a weird thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> the Secret Service went to Hertz rent a car and rented the cars to drive him around Nantucket. Now, we all as taxpayers, we pay a lot of money for those big black suburbans yeah. that they drive. So why are they going up there and renting these cars when those big black suburbans, the Beast, the car that's got all the steel mm-hmm. and the rocket right, launchers, right. Why, why aren't they using that? Why did they rent from Hertz? But more importantly than that, uh, these were gas-powered cars, Mr. EV. Oh, yeah. That's kind of weird. earth-killing cars, yeah. man. But, but more important than that, they caught on fire. <laughs> they caught on fire. When they were returned to Hertz and parked at Hertz, the front end and only the front end and only the cars rented by the Secret Service that carried the president and his family around caught on fire in the front ends where the engines are all burned near a giant fuel tank. Well, what the hell? The White House <laughs> has been asked about this, and the White House refuses to give an answer. But I think it's really kind of weird. That's I, very weird. I, I would like to know, I mean, first of all, why they're renting from Hertz. Well, yeah, that's a little <laughs> odd in, in and of itself. We supply cars. That would be like him renting an airplane. <laughs> you got the best one on planet Earth. Right, Why are you right. renting one? But then they all caught on fire that in the they, same way. When they took them back and parked them at Hertz and they left, you know, Secret Service left, all the front ends on all, and only those cars. It's not like a bunch of them in the lot caught on fire. Only the ones that were rented by the Secret Service. Well, they're destroying evidence of some kind. Absolutely, they're destroying. And I'm thinking that because they were parked near the fuel depot where they fill them back up, that maybe they were thinking something else was going to happen, like the big giant fuel tank was going to blow up as well. But I'm thinking they're covering something. There's oh, certainly, yeah. And what would that be if they're burning the front end of a vehicle I, down? I, I don't know. That is very strange, man. Well, more to come. Yeah, we got to keep uh, keep up on that one and see if uh, if they. I, I don't think we'll ever get an answer. Not from the but White that House. That is really freaking strange. They have man. been asked by reporters, and the White House is like, I don't know, cars, what cars, I don't know, cars. It's what weird, man. It's weird. All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back more. Warren Rhyme on the other side of the bottom of the hour news. Amogee is your banking company. They are your family bank. Whether it's your family right there at the house, and you need banking services for your family, different accounts, you know, checking accounts or whatever, then Amogee is here for all of that. But really, they focus on family-run businesses and helping family-run businesses be extraordinarily successful in whatever it is you want to do. 
you know, it, it's a lot of fun to be in a family-run business. We have a travel company, you know, and it's a lot of fun. But it's also very challenging sometimes when you're in business with the people that you love. And at Amogee, they understand all that, and they know how to help you get through that. They know how to connect you with people who are also doing the same type of business. So you can do a little networking and understand what's going on in your field of expertise. But they also obviously have the funding to back you all the way to maximize your success for your family-run business. More than $12 billion in assets. They're ready to put that to work for you for your family-run business. It's Amogee Bank, more than 80 branch locations around to serve you. Amogee NA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. One thing that seems to always make a dramatic statement